I don't, I just am that, you know, like I, like I preface all it is with, um, it's one of your comfort songs that it's always going to be, it's always going to be in rotation. Like it's always going to be in my rotation. I'm listening at the gym. I'm not really listening to shake your ass at the gym unless I want (laughs) to shake my ass at the gym, uh, which could happen. Finish those last five squats, man. Yeah, exactly. Speak easy studios, speak and be heard. Yo, this is Stephen Lee. And I'm Frank Jackson. And And we we are are the the Distinguished Critics. Critics. We're here to break down some of our favorite albums and songs and debate what's overrated, underrated, and everything in between. So join us as we go back and relive some of music's most iconic projects. Give us a listen wherever you get your podcasts, and please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and give us those five stars. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of This or That Shorts. I'm Stephen Lee, as always, joined by Frank Jackson, and today we are going to be discussing two singles, both released in 2000, that I don't care how old you are, you have definitely heard these songs. We are talking about some timeless hip-hop records. That's right, we're talking about Mystical's Shake Your Ass, released on his fourth album, Let's Get Ready, and Outkast's Miss Jackson, released on their fourth album, Stanconia. Frank, how you doing, man? Good man, this is this is an exciting one. Um we're talking about God for us. Um we're in our early 30s and this this took over an entire time period for us. Uh in middle school, this was just completely our world. I would right? say like, like elementary school going into middle school. Yeah, yeah this was th- these you these records were unavoidable and it's almost uh it's almost impossible to just not totally fanboy about both of them i'll start by saying uh i'm i'm just a humongous outcast fan stankonia is one of the first albums that i ever i was 10 years old when this album came out it's one of the first albums that i ever personally went to the store and bought and bought right. for myself right and stankonia was such a dope album to me it was so different outcast was so different and the music video people could just never forget even the the music video outcast was known for this th- just throughout their entirety right they had that sort of buster rhymes and missy elliott thing where Flamboyant you knew like and, i'm excited yeah. about the song but the video is and by the way I know it's different now. Back then, every damn song that people had came with a video, like, immediately. That's right. something that they kind of got away from a little bit these days. Um, but just coming home in that 106 in Park top 10 or the basement or anything that back then when you just get home from school and Cedar's World. songs, Cedar's World, <laughs> Cedar's hits World? from the street, <laughs> yeah. all of this stuff, right? Yeah, you were guaranteed to see uh, these. You were going to see it, right? rotation. And then you compare that to Shake Your Ass. That's like, <laughs> Shake Your Ass was was that song that, like, your mom and auntie were just, like, quoting shit from this song, right? Like, watch yourself. Yeah. Like, just mystical took over kind of every demographic that there was with this song. Um, this was, you know, before something, like, In the Club dropped. It was that thing that you're going to hear every time in the club. you go to any yeah. kind of party, or any yeah. kind of club, yeah, yeah. anything like that. 
and it holds up right because this is this is pharrell production and one thing about pharrell production timeless yeah it doesn't it doesn't it never feels outdated it There's sounds no like it came out yesterday it. yeah and like again both songs i think you'll hear them after a wedding in 2023, people are going to be jamming to these. It's going to be on a playlist. Like, if there's any type of hip-hop or, like, you know, these two songs are probably going to be on there. Oh, anybody with the last name Jackson, including myself, uh, anybody gets married with the last name Jackson, you better believe this part of the playlist. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you touched on how impactful and important Outkast was to you around this time in particular. Obviously, they had been on a hell of a run leading up to this. But I do feel like Miss Jackson was... Not their first single that like blew up, blew up, but it was one of those ones that was a little bit more palatable in a sense where it's not as eclectic and all over the place because they were so different. This is a fairly straightforward hip hop song and you didn't always get that from Outkast. This Major is one of those crossover. Right. Major crossover. Yeah. This and So Fresh and So Clean, but like these yes. two, a lot of people when they think of Outkast excluding Hey Ya, obviously, mm-hmm. but they might point to this song is like, oh, that's Miss Jackson. Yeah, Whereas, it's recognizable for anyone. Right, and Mystical, in Mystical's case, you know, he had spent three years on No Limit and, you know, was pumping out platinum albums, but it was more of that formulaic, beats by the pound, masterpiece type of sound. He never got a chance to really be what he was always destined to be, and to me, that's the James Brown of rap. And there's no more, 100%. there's no song... That encapsulate that's that encapsulates that more rather than shake your ass. I mean, Pharrell gave him that perfect New Orleans type of bouncy feel, where he could get on there and shriek and do his thing. And um, I feel like for Juvie to drop back that ass up in '99, this was Mystical's answer to that, saying I could drop one too. But in no way did they sound even remotely similar. Not Mystical was so original and completely owned this song. Yeah, I mean, his mystical showed his his star power that he didn't get a chance to show prior to that, right? Um, and this was coming with uh, a, a label, his own label, and he really just kind of went out there and said, like, I know y'all associate me with No Limit, but I'm a star. I'm a standalone right. superstar, right? And that's what makes it so different from Outcast, where Outcasts were together, but they never, uh, Outcasts never like broke up or even need, feel, felt the need to show like, they never no, I'm my, with anybody I'm my own like yeah, yeah, yeah. star. I'm my own. It never was that thing. It's just like, no, we, we always going to be, we yeah. always going to be our thing, but we also can go do our, our solo thing. And you know, it is what it is. And it's never going to be no hatred. It's always a brother. Mystical was kind of like, nah, I'm, I'm a star, like I'm I'm a star, and he went and he showed it. I mean, Mystical became a household name. Like he he was uh, very well known in hip hop, right? But Mystical became a household a pop crossover name. with this. He crossed over major right. with this. Uh, so I think that's the cool thing about both of these songs. It kind of shows that place where uh, this group and this artist crossed over they were able to transcend i mean it wasn't just a hip-hop song anymore this became hip-hop songs around this time period really reached into pop in ways that they had never done before and that now hip-hop can be considered pop uh you riding around right now with your tank top on nipples all hard from the wind which one are you listening to (laughs) 
Man, uh, you know, uh, obviously this is a show where we discuss music and the uh, the impact of these albums and songs and careers. Um, I'm throwing all the personal shit aside because obviously Mystical is one troubled individual and he's probably going to jail for yeah, life. Yeah, disclaimer. Let's, I mean, it has nothing to do. For the purposes it is, separate art from artists. Yeah. I understand if you can't, that's fine. But, you know. We ain't bigging up mystical the person. Yeah. This is about the artist. Purely as an artist, I feel like he's one of the most unique artists of all time in, in, in this genre. Question. And I think that this was his peak as an artist, commercially, um, critically. I feel like, you know, this mi- song found its way on um, movie soundtracks. It was in, like, Scary Movie 2. Like, it was it was everywhere. And I love Miss Jackson. I actually have a fond memory of that as well. I remember being in fifth grade, and this girl that was crushing me super hard actually got me that single for Valentine's Day. So it was like, oh, okay, the new Outkast song. Yeah, brings back a lot of memories. But um, I would honestly lean towards Mystical because Mystical is the hip-hop James Brown, and I feel like no song better shows that than this one, whereas Outkast, I feel like, just as a whole, have stronger singles than Miss Jackson. I love them both, though, man. It's, It's really hard. It's apples and oranges. I would probably go with Shake Your Ass as well, even though um that's that's really hard for me to do. But uh, that's just the one that's probably, you know, if it comes on right now, that's the one I'm going to probably just get more live to. And on top of that, I still listen to Miss Jackson fairly often. Right. Like, that's, uh, I, don't, I just am that, you know, like I like I preface all of this with, um. That's one of your major songs that it's always going to be. It's always going to be in rotation. Like it's always going to be in my rotation. I'm listening to that at the gym. I'm not really listening to shake your ass at the gym unless I want (laughs) to shake my ass at the gym, uh, which could happen. Finish those last five squats, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So I I would go with shake your ass. I feel like if that came on, if I'm somewhere and that comes on, I'm I'm probably be like, oh, let's go. You know, like I'm. It's going to bring out something a little bit different in me. Yeah, and I feel like just even lyrically for these songs to be as big as they are um, commercially and to have those catchy hooks and all of that, like both artists, um, Outkast and Mystical, still kept their pen game like super sharp. You know, a lot of people joked about, oh, you could tell Mystical was a was a rapist by the first line in that song. I mean, (laughs) I came in with my dick in my hand. I mean, it sounds that way, but he's still spitting all the way throughout. And it's one of those things where his delivery and outcast delivery and how the beat breaks down and Andre comes on. And then, you know, there's so many quotables in the, in these two songs as well, where you could take snippets of each and, you know, everybody's going to know the words to them. Two classic uh, records for sure that 2000 gave us. Um, So we'll both agree on mystical on this one, but it's really, really close. Let us know what you guys think. And we'll be back next week with another, this or that short. See ya. Thanks for giving us a listen. Give us your feedback and let us know how you really feel. Subscribe, rate, review, and we'll see you next week.